Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 178. It's a Friday night, um, almost around 11 p.m. It's a nice, cool night, no humidity. Um, I got word that um, like they were going to cancel 4th of July. Like, I mean, I, I was never a big participant in 4th of July. Um, I would, I, it basically, I forced, I would force some sort of 4th of July, uh, for my kids and my grandkids. Um, the first time ever, ever in my entire life that I ever bought professional fireworks or whatever you call them was when I moved here. It was, I think maybe the first 4th of July I spent with my nephew, um, and we went down to South Carolina. It's the first time I've ever been. Remember, I'm from New York. You don't see shit like that in New York. In New York, that shit would be illegal. <laughs> so you go find fireworks like that. You're in somebody's basement with like guards out, out at the door. Uh, so it was kind of strange, man, that they even sold that stuff. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then we put it in the car and then we had to drive it over. And I didn't realize that that's actually illegal until I got over here. And and he told me, yeah, well, we, we're not supposed to uh, be um, transporting this stuff uh, across, uh, across the state line. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I do not need to be arrested when I get out here, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I remember we had a good time that time. We um, blew off some fireworks. We sat out in front of the house. That was a good time, man. That was a really good time. We had all the kids with us and... Um, it's good old days, man. And you know what? It, it was a long time ago, and then not a long time ago. Like sometimes it still feels like I still moved out. Like I, I just moved out here. I really, it, it still feels like I just moved out of here. I guess because you know when you spend your entire life somewhere, that's very difficult to get out of your system. Like for my kids, I'm sure it was easy to get out of the system because you know they were young when they came out here. Erica in particular, Erica like doesn't even very rarely, very. Remembers very little of New York Adam remembers a little bit more Me and Angel were, were totally raised And worked And went to school And went out and played And you know what I'm saying So New York was us That was in our blood And there was no way That we experienced what New York is We experienced the ghetto We experienced everything that people know New York to be We've experienced and we've experienced it through a couple of crazy eras like the 70s and the 80s and some 90s. But by that time, we were already pretty much grown. But those 70s and 80s were crazy. 70s, I was too young to really go into the into the clubs and stuff. So and back then, like like movies like Saturday Night Fever was really big. And what's so crazy is that as, as corny as that shit looks now, 
when you look at Saturday Night Fever, if you guys never seen a movie, check out the movie. It actually set a trend. Because back then, that whole disco. Now, that's the first time, man, you see an album soundtrack that, like, all the records on there are hits. And there's, like, a dance move to, like, all those songs. You know what I mean? It was it was crazy. It was a really, really uh, cool era, though, man. Oh, my God. It was such a cool era. Um, I just remember the feeling I used to get, man, and the way I used to dress. <laughs> so if you see the movies from the 70s and you see how they dress... Picture a young dude that was too young to get into clubs uh, dressed like that. So that's how I used to dress. <laughs> and I had this big old afro. Uh, so it was kind of cool. I used to wear the platform shoes. Uh, they used to call them uh, French cuts. French cuts was uh, polyester. These polyester pants that were pretty flat at the bottom. So they pretty much covered most of your shoe. Um, but the pockets were like these little slits all the way up by the waist. And most of the people, man, back in that days, those days, I guess because... You know, we moved around a lot. We were slim, like everybody's slim. Slim in pants was uh, a very popular size. Um, things like 3X and 6X and all that crazy shit. That did not exist, man. It really didn't. Like, I didn't have, I think I had one or two fat friends, and honestly, they really wasn't even fat. They were basically what, what we would call today pretty skinny, <laughs> you know, or, or husky. Um, but uh, that whole 70s thing was kind of cool. Since we couldn't go to clubs because we were young, what we used to do is like every weekend, one of my friends would throw a party at their house. I remember when we all chipped in and we invested in a strobe light. Now, when we got the strobe light, like the strobe light was the shit. And I think the strobe light at that time, we paid like 30 bucks for it. I think a strobe light you could get in Walmart right now for like 10 bucks. Um, and I remember we all chipped in and like that strobe light went to every party. It was really, really dope. And then everybody who threw the party used to kind of set up their living rooms and their parents would be there and they'll be in the other room, but they never really messed with us. We weren't, those days we didn't drink. Nobody was getting high. We just went there to, to dance and you were cool if you basically danced the entire, the entire time. You know, that was that's what was cool. You basically you dance the entire time. Another reason why we were all so skinny, huh? Uh, but it was a really, uh, really fun, fun, fun time. You know, um, and it was always a good mixture of guys and girls. And I don't remember any of us like being there with boyfriends, girlfriends. You know, we were all friends. And man, I really don't even remember anybody really hooking up everybody you know people liked each other but it wasn't like that yet we just we weren't there yet man it was crazy you know and I remember the one time that I was finally finally gonna have the party at my house and I don't know what happened something happened and for some reason I couldn't do it but um but we had and then we had the friends who had the houses and they had the basements now those were the bomb you know because the parents were upstairs so you know you pretty much can act a fool you know and you didn't have to worry about mom or dad kind of peeking out of the doorway you know uh so that was really cool um then we went into the into the 80s now 80s got a little sticky for me because that's when drugs came into the picture i would have to sit back and kind of really um pinpoint exactly when that happened um 
I know, I remember Lisa Lisa being real popular on uh, on the videos while I was getting high. I do remember that. So, and I believe it might have been her first song at that point. I don't know if it was Take Me Home. Um, can you feel? Can you feel the beat? I don't remember. But anyway, so it was. It would be. It would be whatever her first song was that year. Um, I would have to. I'm sure I could Google that and figure it out. But I'm not from a computer right now. So uh, and that's when I started to dabble. And then at that point, um, the parties were changed because everybody was getting high. And now when we, I remember having a party for like a week. You basically went home, took a shower, and came right back, you know? You cut school, the whole works. It, it, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess. And, um, but, you know, drugs, like, people weren't strung out yet at that time. It was like cocaine. I never really liked weed, and I didn't like to drink. Uh, but the cocaine was getting pretty, uh, and even that was pretty much very casual, nothing crazy. Nobody was getting strung out. It was still party party. It was like... If you had $30, you go and buy yourself, you know, a, a little something. And uh, and that was pretty much it, you know. Um, it was later on as the 80s progressed. So I'm going to figure, I'm going to guess and say that that had to be very early 80s, probably 82 to 84, you know. 86 came around. I was already getting strung out because that's when I got my first arrest. And by that time, I was I was getting high. I still wasn't strung out. I wasn't that bad, but I was getting high. I was getting high, and uh, um, and that was that was like 86 when the little son, little little time, not much came came out pretty quick. Then got knocked again. 87. 87 by 87 by the time I got knocked the second time shit was crazy I was I was messed up I was I was a mess I was up to total no good uh and the best thing that ever happened to me was I got arrested you know and I was 87 890 and I came out on parole in 90 and stayed out never got high never messed around never got into any more trouble was over so apparently you know my problem was with the drugs it really wasn't me yeah we all did crazy shit as kids we yeah we did the robbing we did the breaking and entering we broke into the cars we had the rumbles uh we broke into movie theaters we broke into stores we stole shit <laughs> We did stupid shit, yeah, but that wasn't because we were trying to feed our habits. At that time, that was just for wreck. That was just to have a good time and to run home laughing, you know? So, yeah, we did a lot of, lot of stupid shit. Uh, I'm not proud of it. I'll never be proud of it. I'm not glamorizing or glorifying it in any way. Um, it was just a part of me... Uh, being chiseled into, you know, I guess into who I am now, you know, uh, I, sometimes I think you can't appreciate what life is about until you experience that part. Now, people who didn't do what I did, did they have a good childhood? I'm sure they did. It was just a different childhood. You know, kids who didn't grow up in the cities like I did, you know, they're, they're, uh, um, 
their uh, wreck might have been, you know, climbing trees, you know, throwing rocks and ponds, you know, maybe they were killing frogs, um, you know, digging holes, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, um, but uh, we didn't have that, we didn't have those trees like that, we didn't have those frogs, we didn't have creeks, so when you're a city boy, there's other things you find uh, that was uh, that was interesting. I'll tell you one thing I used to do, which I think about now, and kind of really, really freaks me out. Um, the Bronx River. Now, I was about 10 years old. Bronx River wasn't far from where I lived, and I used to I used to walk there um, with my friends. We used to walk there. We used to go all the way down to the river. We used to walk on the rocks along the edge of the river. I remember seeing massive freaking rats. Back then, they didn't really bother me. Actually, I used to want to see them. Like now, thinking about it, it creeped me out. You always find the dead ones on the rocks. Um, and then we used to go um, on the bridge. Now, there was an old bridge there. I haven't been in the Bronx. I totally forgot the name of the bridge. But it was an old bridge. Uh, I don't know if they, if it's, I think it's still there, but they abandoned it. Like, last time I remember, you couldn't be, there was no cars, no people. They had it, they had it cut off. But anyway, the the, what you call it, the beams, the pipes that hold, they're not even pipes, those things are huge, like, you know, but those um uh, legs to hold up the bridge, they had this, like, these little platform, concrete platforms that went all the way around it, you know, and you could kind of go from the little rocks on the on the shore, on the edge of the, between the, where the rocks are and the, and the river, and you could climb up onto that little ledge, and I remember we used to go up there, and then now when you go all the way around, now you're like, in the river you know you're like looking down and you're like in the middle of the river and i remember us always goofing around up there and playing i remember we had a football one time and we went up there and we started trying to play like you know like touch football and we're kind of like dodging each other out and i remember i did something i had the ball and my friend bobby hit the ball and the ball fell out of my hand went into the river i remember because his brother started to cry because that was his ball you know so we see the ball coming, it's looking like it's coming to the shore. So we get down and we go down by the rocks and we're waiting. We have sticks, but the ball comes almost to the edge, to where the, where the shore is. And, but then the current starts to take it out and it takes it out. And we're watching and my, I remember Victor, man, my, my friend's little brother, he's crying, man, my boy, you know, he loved that football. And back then, you didn't really get toys like that, man. That shits are expensive. So you got something like that, and you lost it, you're going you're gonna to be in trouble when you get home. So we're watching this ball, and this ball is going further and further, and, f- and we still got our eye on it. Suddenly, suddenly, the ball disappears. And we're like, yo, what the hell happened to the ball? And we're staring. like every, we're, all, we're looking at it. We're like, where the hell, what happened to the ball? This is a ball. Balls float. Balls are not supposed to sink. Like, what happened to this ball? So we had no idea what happened to the four, the ball, except that it just it disappeared in the water, you know? So <clears throat> anyway, some time goes on. We end up making many visits back at the at the at the at the river until one day, okay, I'm with my friend Bobby and we're walking. 
uh, were on the rocks and on the rocks also they had like big boulders and they had these you know those concrete dividers they had some of those that were thrown there and I remember all of a sudden we, you know you guys have no idea how abandoned this river is that like anybody could have killed us and it would have taken the rats probably would have ate us before anybody would have found us that's how how deserted this place was okay like there was no all you had was train tracks and i don't ever remember seeing trains go through this i don't know if those train those tracks were ever you know if they were working tracks you know uh but they were like cargo tracks and they ran along the side but they went for miles and and like it was a long way to get to like anybody's house if anything had happened if i cut my my leg open i'm probably gonna bleed to death there because there is no place to go all right so i'm with bobby and we're walking the rocks all all of a sudden i hear you guys know my real name is eric so i hear eric it's my mother so all of a sudden bobby grabs me and he pulls me down and we get behind this banister like that concrete divider we had our back up he's like shh, shh. and i look around and she's with his older sister that she was a teenager at that time so i guess she told her where she could find us where she could find me so i'm down and bobby's like shh, be quiet and i hear my mother call me again eric i couldn't resist I stood up and I said, hey, ma, like a freaking idiot. <laughs> Yo, oh, my God, she beat, she beat my ass, man, and basically beat my ass all the way home, <laughs> you know, and I remember uh, Josie, uh, Bobby's uh, Bobby's sister was like, I'm telling you, Ma, when we get home, and we, <laughs> and I remember he was mad at me. He was like, Yo, why'd you stand up? I'm like, Yo, my mother was calling me, man. I had to stand up. That's the kind of respect I have <laughs> for my mother you know and I could have probably stayed there and she would have left um or she would have kept walking looking for me so who knows but I'm glad I did stand up but uh when she got me home right and she was talking to me and she was crying and she was you know upset and I don't remember but my mother wasn't abusive so I don't remember like getting beat like she'll pick and smack my head by you know I used to get the belt once in a while but it was never critical I was the baby so she she may believe that she was hitting me when she wasn't doing shit really but yeah i remember that but um i remember her sitting down and telling me a time that that my sister cindy and my brother dennis used to hang out at that now i, I could have the story kind of kind of screwed up a little bit i don't know but that they used to go there a lot and that they had a friend that actually fell in that water and that they were all trying to reach and trying to get him out of the water when he fell in. And he disappeared. Yep. Just like that football did. Come to find out, that river had whirlpools. Lots of them. And I think when I got older, when I got older, I had went over there. I remember, I remember seeing these whirlpools later on i forgot why i was there i forgot what the reason was i don't think it was that exact location but it was that that um that river and i remember 
I was with someone, I remember seeing the whirlpool, them pointing it out, and right away this entire story came to mind. I didn't share the story with the person I was with, but it, it you know, I but I was thinking about it at that moment. I was like, oh wow, that's where the ball went, and that's where this guy went. Now, I don't I never like followed the stories. I I'm sure my sister could t- probably tell me whether they ever found his body. I'm sure they did. From what I hear is that these things take you down, way down. And what happens is it'll hold you down there until you drown. You won't be able to come up. Uh, and then eventually uh, they subside. Your body floats back up to the top or whatever the case. And next thing you know, they find you on the shoreline. So, but um, that's the kind of crazy stuff uh, that was going on. But just so you guys know, because I know I went from the 70s to the 80s and then back to this story. Why? I don't know. Uh, but, um, and that during that time, I wasn't getting high when I was going to the river. Just so you know, we were just going there to be amused and do stupid shit, you know. But, uh, but yeah, anyway. So, you know, so those were, those were really uh, pretty interesting uh, times. Uh, the 70s and the 80s and why I got into the story I really don't know but I'm sure one of you can track it and say yeah well you were trying to tell us this and then you kind of went off <laughs> and so and that just proves that I don't work with a script guys this is straight off the top of my head but uh, I thought the story and it was so funny because I have not even thought about that nor spoken nor spoken about that or, or even thought about it in many many years um so it was crazy it's interesting that uh that came up so but anyway all right guys listen that's it for tonight i'm gonna go in uh thanks again uh it's friday night thank you for tuning in with me all week hope everybody's doing good i hope everybody's staying safe uh watch out with this uh phase two this uh what is it? The second coming? Don't don't sleep on it. I don't want to sleep on it either. I'm I'm hearing some of these people getting sick and not not even going out. So you got to think, why is that happening? How is that happening? So let's take extra precaution. I'm trying to do my best. You know, we still had to go to the store, even though I don't go in. Angel does. She does bring it home. So we know she's pretty she's pretty uh cautious with everything. So let's um let's just let's just pray that none of us uh get this shit because this shit is crazy. So. But anyway, enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Well, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, hopefully. Um, Be cool, be safe, and God bless. And until tomorrow, good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.